0: We begin the Gemara today on the bottom of Beis, Amid Beis, two lines from the bottom. So the Gemara here brought a Machleikis between Rabba and Rav Yasef regarding a person that's watering a field. Which Molacha on Shabbos is this? So the Machleikis was whether it's a Molacha of zeireya or the Molacha of Chayrish, planting or sowing or, or sowing, planting or plowing the field. And the Gemara's question was either way when it says in our Mishnah that in Shemitah, B'Shviyas, you're allowed to give water for a Beis in a field that gets irrigated by water, how's that allowed in Shemitah? Why in so there's a concept of Davira Ovid, that if something you can have a financial loss, you're allowed. But on Shemitah, it's Asim and so why would this be allowed? So yesterday we learned, the Gemara gave a Teretz, that it's talking about Shemitah bis Azeh. Shemitah is midrabanon, and therefore they were Mekel regarding a Davira Ovid. Now the Gemara will bring another answer. Rava, my Rava says, <laughs> our Mishnah could be explained even according to the Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon's opinion is that Shmita bezmanazeh is But nevertheless, avos asarachmana. When it comes to Shmita, the Torah only asers to do any Malachis in the field which are Ovis, which is the, uh, the the that is mentioned clearly in the Torah. Toldes Osarahmana. But to say that our Isurim, there are secondary Isurim, there are tildes like in Shabbos, every av ah, molacha has a tilde, Other melachas that are similar to it. When it comes to shmita, you don't have such a concept. There's no such a thing that the Torah asks certain of and then we ask everything else that's similar. What's the raya to this? Because by Shemitah, the postic says, Shabbos 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 Yil On the 7th year, you don't work in the field, and then the Torah says, You should not plant the field, and the continuation of the Pesach, it says, Also, you should not prune the field either. So the question is, why does the Torah have to spell out pruning? Not pruning the field is part of not planting. The whole idea of pruning is that it improves and it helps the growth. And also, in the continuation of the other it says, you shouldn't cut, and then in the Venizirech, that when it comes to a vineyard, you should not uh, cut either. So the question here as well is, the two expressions the Torah uses, and are the same thing. The only difference is, is for wheat and is for a vineyard. Why does the Torah have to spell them out both? Why does the Torah have to write them? The Lememre, here the Torah is teaching me The Ahani Teldes, Mechaev Only these Teldes, only these actions Which are similar to the Av Which is Zaymer, which is similar to Zireya And Baitzer, or Bitsireh, which is similar to Kitsireh K- K- That the Torah says is Aser But, Aachranaiseh On any other Teldes, Le The Torah does not uh, obligate you to stop doing those work So what do you see from here? For example, watering the field Which is... You would think is a taylde of Zereya, but never the, or maybe Chayrish, But because it's only a taylde, so Shabbos, there's a concept of a taylde. But when it comes to the Please. to Shemitah, there's no tayldes. So therefore, it's allowed to be done on shmita. Frek the Gemara. How could you say this? How could you say that the only thing the Torah answers is those things that it says clearly? But but we learned in a and it says as follows: So tchalisizra, the karmachaloy so the Vareseus says, So from this pasik, I would say only planting or pruning is also. Minayin, from where do I know, le that also nichosh is not allowed, which is uh, nichosh, as we said before, is... Uh, no, what? You know, cutting, cutting off certain branches. Weeding. Uh, re- weeding, that is. Sorry, yeah. okay, yes. And is weeding the field. And le idur, is softening the ground, that's around the vineyard. So you have to soften the ground, hoeing is the word, okay. Or kisuaḥ, and also kisuach is trimming, trimming the, uh, the different branches or trimming different things that are growing. So how do you know that is all... The, there's a reading by uprooting and then this is... Correct, this is only time. correct. So you totally uproot it and kisuach is just trimming it. So how do you know that these are asr as well? Talmud, lo Satcha loi. So we dash in the Pasik as if it says in your field, refrain from doing anything, in your vineyard, refrain from doing anything. So Rashi explains because it doesn't say in the Pasik, Loi Sizra putting the word satcha afterwards, but it says the word satcha in the beginning, it says satcha loi sizra, so we can read it as satcha loi without the word sizra afterwards. So from here we know that these malachis are asr as well. So, so, again, I've missed one word. You shouldn't do any of the work in your field or any of the work in your vineyard. Yeah, yeah, correct. That's the Gemara's question. This is the Gemara's question. But let's see the whole B'raise here. From where do I know that you're not allowed to prune trees? And you're also not allowed to cut dry uh, branches from the trees. And you're not allowed to cut branches on the trees that are too heavy and are weighing down the tree and they're not good for the tree. And you cut these branches, but you learn on the tree. So again, all these different kinds of work that you do in the field with a tree that are not clear in the Pasik. So again, which means You're not allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. How do I know that I'm not allowed to fertilize the field? I'm not allowed to take out the stones in the field. And you're not allowed to cover the roots that have to be covered properly with earth. And you're not allowed to bring smoke under a tree to uh, get rid of the worms that are on the tree. Again, the same. Any work in your field or vineyard is not allowed. But here the Gemara now qualifies, the Braise explains, not everything, there are some things that are allowed. Yochel, I would think, that is, that you should not go ahead and hoe under the olive tree, which again means softening the ground under the olive tree. And you should not do the same hoeing under a vineyard. And and you should not fill up the cracks that there are by a vineyard with water or by, a, or by a tree, by an olive tree. You make these little round ditches under a vineyard in order that it should get filled up with water. So you would think that these kinds of malachis are also Asr and Laimar, So here we learn out from the Pasuk. The Torah said that you feel you shouldn't plant. So, the, so Zriyeh, Haysa. Zriyeh is included in all the malachas that are not a lot in the field. Why does in the end of the day, why does the Torah spell out specifically Zriyeh not to plant? V'lama yatsasa. Haqqisheyleh compared to Zriyeh, lay to tell you as follows. Ma just like planting, is It's a kind of work that's done both in a field where you're growing uh, grain and in a field, in a vineyard, or in an orchard. I've called, so too, all these Avedis, that we mentioned earlier in the Braise, that are Asar, she Aveda Shabbisadavishabekarim. Only an Aveda, work in the field that's done in a, in, a, in a field that you grow grain and in a, in a vineyard, which excludes these last things that we mentioned here, that are work that are done not in a regular field, it's only done for olive trees and it's only done for vineyards, but it's not done in a field where you grow grain. Rashi points out here that in the Braiseh there is an open stira, because in the beginning of the Braiseh it said that idur, hoeing, softening the ground is uh, forbidden and then afterwards in the end of the Braiseh it says that you would think you're not allowed to do hoeing under the vineyard and it says you are allowed. So there's a clear stira here in the Braiseh. <coughs> the ritve other actually take out this gear so they take it out from the Gemara. But Rashi says that it depends if you're making it fresh from new, if you're making it from new, then it's not allowed. But if you're fixing up, the field, the softness of the field that was already there before and it just got ruined a little bit you're allowed to fix it up. That's the difference according to Rashi. The point though is why did the Gemara bring this whole Braise? Here you see clearly that what is Asa and Schmitt, and not only the things that says clearly in the Pasik, which would be Zriyeh and those other things mentioned in but you have all these kinds of other taildes that is not mentioned clearly in the Pasik. So the same should apply to watering the field as well. How can we say that there's no taildes? So the Gemara answers all these things mentioned here in the Braise are only asmachte Midrabanan. The Pasuk that the Brisa brings is just an Asmachte. It's giving us an illusion that this is what the Taitim means to Asr, but it's not Asr. It's, it's all Midrabanan. And therefore, Midrabanan, when it comes to something where there's a Dover of it, a financial loss, they will matter it. By the base, Ashlachin, because it's a financial loss, Chachamu will matter it. And that's the Psharana Mishnah. Is it true that hoeing in a by an olive tree, which is what kishkush means, again it's softening the ground by the olive tree, is this really allowed? But there's a Braise where it says it's not, because the Apostle says regarding shmitte, wa shmitteh, on the tashta, you should leave, a, go from your field and not work there. So tishmittena, the Torah uses two terms, Tishmitana means milakashkesh, you should not even be hoeing in your field. UNETASHTA melasakel. SAKEL means you shouldn't even be removing any rocks from your field. So you see that these malachas are forbidden in the field. So he answer it depends. TREI KISHKUSHI When you're hoeing the field there are two kinds of ways. One is there to improve the quality of the field. The field is in good shape, sorry the tree that is is in good shape. But you just want to improve the quality of the tree. That's not allowed in SHMITTA AND STUMI PILI and another case of hoeing the field is when you have these cracks in the ground that have to be filled in, the, the, the field has to be softened and filled in these cracks properly so that's, that's <laughs> not going to be allowed Avruye Ilan, <laughs> improving the, fie- the trees of the field, that's not allowed Stumi Pili, but covering up the cracks, which is something that could ruin the tree completely that's something that is allowed Shari, it's allowed Itme, now we have a similar machleikis, just like regarding rain uh, not rain, sorry, They're watering the field, where it doesn't say clearly in the Pasek and all these other things. It doesn't say it clearly in the Pasek and we learned it from this B'raisa, but the Gemara said it's only with So when it comes to harisha as well, it also doesn't say it clearly in the Pasik. So, Itmer, Khairish Beshvies, you plow your field in Shemitah, Rav Yeichen and Rav argued about this. Chadomar, one of them said, Loike, you get Malkus for this. And V'chadomar, Eino Loike, another one said that you do not get Malkus for this. So there's actually a machleikis <coughs> uh, amongst Rishonim when it says there ain't a loike. Does it mean that it's only Ossimah the Or does it mean that it's Ossimah But no malchus? Either way, there's a machleikis here regarding Kharisha, whether there's Malkus or not. So the Gemara wants to explain what the source of this machleikis is. And the Teire itself does not say harisha, right? But here the Gemara is going to bring that it seems like there's a klal uprat o Let's see. Leime shall we say bid Rabobin omer abiloik the arguing in this statement that Rabbi Oven Bar-Iloi said, Rabbi Oven says in the name of Rabbi Any Anytime in the Torah, when the Torah first writes a Klal, in general terms. And, but that Klal that it writes in general terms is an assay, mitzvah assay, And then, then the Torah writes something more specifically. It limits it to something more specifically, but it writes it as a loisasa. So then ain donenois a bklal o then you cannot dashin a klal o so let's talk about this Pasuk right over here so by schmidt in the beginning rashi here brings it the tighter rights in general terms which is ubashana in the seventh year you should cease. you should not work in the field that's a klal and also it's a mitzvah saseh. And then the Taita writes more specifically. From what should you not? What should you not do in your field? Not planting, not pruning. So that's a prat. The taita says something more specifically. But when it writes the prat, the prat is a And then afterwards, the taita writes again shabbosay that you should not work in the field. What happens usually when the taita writes a klal of prat to So the drush of klal of prat to always tells you that you are marbe more than the prat that the taita says. Because the Taita wrote a klal and then a prat and then again a klal. What are you marbe? Anything that's ke'en a prat, anything that's similar to what the Taita specified, you marbe that's included. What happens if the Taita only writes a klal and a prat and it does not write again a klal afterwards? So then you say that because the Taita specified this prat, so we only aser what that prat is. We don't include anything else even anything that's similar to the prat. So the question is do I apply this concept of klal or prat to klal when the klal is a mitzvah sase, the second klal is also a mitzvah sase, and the prat in the middle is a mitzvah saseh. Maybe klal or prat to klal is only when they're all either a mitzvah sase or all either a mitzvah But if it's a mitzvah sase and then the prat is a mitzvah saseh and then the klal again is a mitzvah sase, so what do you have? There? You really only have a prat regarding the mitzvah loisasa there is no other klal that follows after the mitzvah loisasa that's also a loisasa so in this case rab bar loi said that if you have a klal which is the esse and the prat is a loisasa ein donen esa beklal prata klal we do not apply the rule of klal prata klal and therefore what's going to be aster only what's specified in the prat not anything more so, so if so the gemara says as follows man loike. The opinion that says that you get malchus for harisha for plowing in the field of shemitah, Leslie that rabav and Rabbi Law, he can't be holding of what rabav and barilah said, because in the taita it never mentions harisha, and still you get malchus for it. So it must be that he holds that this is a klal prata klal in the one that says you don't get malkis, is slayed the Rab-Avind. He holds of what Rabban said, and therefore in the teire it only said and Sizmar, and therefore for harisha even if you're going to say that it's asham in a but there's no Malkis for it, it's not clear in the teire. So the Gemara says "Loi, That's not necessarily the basis of their Malkis. The Kula less Everybody agrees that what Rabban said does not apply. They don't hold of what Rabban said. Amr Rabbi loy. So the one that says that you get Malkus That's understood because we have a klal, a klal That comes to include even more what's explicit in the Posick So for a Charish you get Malkus The opinion that says that you don't get Malkis, O will answer you Let's see what the taita said over here If you look at the details that the taita said It shows you that you're not supposed to include why? Because this is the, the point that the Gemara said right at the beginning of the psalm. Zmida, pruning, is really the same and similar to planting. When you're harvesting your vineyard, it's similar to harvesting a field of grain. Why does the Titus spell out these details? The name to help to tell you the Ahani Taldes who the It's only these Taldes, these Melaches that are similar to each other that the Taldes says you for. A loy but for any other Taldes you would not be chayev. And therefore, from this we understand that for Harisha you're not going to be chayev. See, even if we were to say that this is a Klal Uprat a Klal, but the very fact that by, by the Taldes in the Prat it spells out not just one detail; it spells out these four different details here. So that shows that you have to exclude the harisha that's not mentioned in those perotim in the Teireh. Okay, so here we have this, basically this machleikas regarding harisha, whether harisha is included in the Isra of the Teireh or not. So now again, the Gemara comes back and asks the exact same question before. The Gemara gives us a full chazara of what it said before. For the Gemara is it true that anything other than what it says clearly in the taita You're going to tell me that it excludes harisha, it excludes anything else, you're not going to be high for this. So well, here the Gemara brings the exact same Braisa again. So from this posseh I would say that only planting or pruning is forbidden. from I That also when it comes to hoeing in different kinds of ways, whether it's in a vineyard, whether it's by an olive tree, or when it comes to trimming, how do you know that they are also as well? Tamedloi ma'asadchaloi and ka'amachaloi that all these malachas are not allowed in the field. None of the molaches that are in your field and none of the molaches that are in your vineyard. Um, from where do I know? Veimekarsimin that you're not allowed to prune a tree. Veimizarden and you don't cut off dry branches. mefaskin, and you don't cut off the heavy branches. Beilan on a tree. Talmud Leima the pasuk says satcha loy, karmacha loy. Kol molaches shabesatcha loy and kol molaches shabekarmacha loy. Any work done in a field or on a vineyard is not allowed. And additionally, minay yishem is avlim v'mefarkim v'ma'ashnun bilon. You're not allowed to fertilize. You're not allowed to take out the rocks, and you're not allowed to smoke the tree to take away like a pesticide. T'amud loyma satchaloy karmachaloy. Kol malachas shabesatchaloy, kol malachas shabekarmachaloy. None of these malachas are allowed. I would think that you're not allowed to hoe under the olive tree or under the vineyard. And again here there's this is contradiction here in the Brahsa, but I explained it already before that she answers it. Should not fill up any cracks with water, and also not make these little ditches by the vineyard that they should fill up with water. I would think that those are forbidden as well. It mentions Zriyeh. Zriyeh, planting, is one of the works of the field. Why does the apostate specifically specify Zriyeh? To compare to Zriyeh. This is a kind of work that's done in a field of grain and in a vineyard. Only a, a work that's done in a field and in a vineyard, that's what's forbidden. Not these works that are specifically for trees or vineyards. So you see clearly here that we do asr things that are not specified in the pasik. So how can we say that harisha, which is not specified in the pasik, would be mutter? The one answers Abbanon. all these yisurim which would include charishe as well. There's only Abbanon. the kro smachde baalma and the pasuk is only an asmachta for this yisur. Yeah, of course. In Shabbos it's one of the obvious melachos. No, we learned for huh? <laughs> It's over there. It's an av melach on Shabbos, and here we're talking about shmita. Different story. In the title by Shmita specifies these Malachas, it does not mention Kharisha and therefore it's only Osama awesome the Rabbana. I'm not sure, I don't know if there's such a concept. So Dr. Gemara he Osar Avdimi when Avdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. So Omar, he repeated a certain halacha that he heard in Eretz Yisrael which was very ambiguous and the Gemara will explain what it means. The halacha was as follows, Yochail, I would think, Yilke ala ta'isvis, that you should get malkis for ta'isvis, for adding something. And the Nas of la Talmudah, and they brought a drasha from the apostate to teach you liptura, that you pot that you don't get Malkus. This was the halacha that Rav Dini brought. And he said, V'la Yadina my Talmudah, I don't know what the drasha was about, and also my ta'isvis, what is this uh, adding something that you would think that you should get Malchus for? So the Gemara brings here two Rabbi said, "Charisha." What he was referring to was plowing in the year Shmita. And and this is what the, what he was saying. Yochel, I would think, Yilkal al that you should get Malkus for plowing in Shmita. Why? The because I should learn it out with the drasha of meklal Prataklal not like the opinion that says that there is no Klala prata klal because it's a mitzvah se and a mitzvah so, no, there there is a Klala prata klal here, and therefore you should be high of malchus for this. And then the la tamude lepeture, and then they brought a drasha to say that you potter. The drasha that the gemara explained before that because in the pasuk it specified Zriyeh, mira, Bitsira, and ktzira, that comes to exclude anything else kain kolani prati, lomali, the details that the taita specifies, why does it have to say, Dafka this, that's the pshat and this drasha that he brought from Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> rab Yechenen said a different pshat in this drosha. also relating to shmita, but a different talacha altogether. Yomim shayisifu chachamim those days that the Chachamim added before the Hashanah, that you have to begin shmita. there's, a, there's a, what's called taisvish. you have to add already from before shmita. That's what it's referring to. Yeah, this is the Teisvus to add before Rosh Hashanah and the and this is what he was saying. Yochel, I would think Yil Kal Rosh Hashanah, that for those days that you're supposed to add to stop working already for Shmita before Rosh Hashanah, you would get Malkus for that as well if you worked then. And why would I think so? The Asiyah, because I would say that you learn it out from the following drasha. Mi b'choresh u'b'kotzer When the Teirah writes Choresh and Kotzer, so even though this is a pasach, in the literal pshat, it's a posik that's talking about Shabbos, but we don't dash in it on Shabbos, as the Gemara will explain later. We put this posik on Shmita. So I would think that b'choresh u'b'kotzer tishbois. so it's coming to tell me that Shmita is awesome and our tater, and there should even be malchus for this. The Nasev la Talmudah le but nevertheless, there's a drasha to say that you're potter of malkis, the Gemara is going to say later, that we compare it to Shabbos, by a regular Shabbos, that is. What happens by Shabbos? By Shabbos, there's also a halacha of with Shabbos. But if someone does a molacha in the time of of Shabbos, you don't get the regular einish that you get for doing molacha on Shabbos itself. Same thing also with working, that you're not allowed to work from before Rosh Hashanah. So, yes, it's awesome in Atayre, but... You don't get Malchus for it though. From from the of Shmita. Right. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Okay. So there's different a lot of different details to this. The Gemara here is going to bring now the source of this whole Indian. Teisa Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos, Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos uh, or to Shmita. Shabbos. Shabbos. It could be a few minutes before Shabbos. Yeah. No, that's not that's not it's early. No, now. It's too early. But uh, after, after, after Plaga Mincha. So when we speak about the days before the Hashanah, that you have to stop working for Shemitah, so what are these days? How long before? So we learned in the Mishnah that it's actually quite a while before. Up until which point are you allowed to plow in a field? An orchard and before shmita, be'shame yomrim be'shame says <laughs> As long as your work that you're doing in the field is beneficial for the pedis that are there for the sixth year, so then it's allowed because it's clear that what you're doing is for the field for the tree that's there now. But if it's not needed for now, so then it's clear that you're plowing it for the following year. So that's not allowed. Be'silol yomrim say ado atzeres until shavu is time. You're allowed to plow your trees. You're allowed to work in the field with the trees because you need it for that year. And the say, ex- explains, or the missionary here explains, <laughs> The opinions of Beisham and Besil are basically the same time period. And from, from Shvu's time is, is when it's still beneficial. It, till Shavu's time, that is. It's still beneficial for the trees of the sixth year, <clears throat> but after that it's not. Stay on. And up until po- what well point are you allowed to plow as they on a field that we plant grain? at of shviz before Shmita, When there's when there's until the time when there's no more moisture left in the field. If there's any moisture, then you're allowed. But if there's only no more moisture in the field, so whatever you're plowing, you're not going to be using it for planting again in this season. And the as long as there are people that are still plowing, Lita to plant Uh, Squash or midloys or melons, so then it's still allowed because you're doing this for the planting of the sixth year But if you're not planting anymore for the sixth year, so whatever plowing you're doing is for the purpose of the seventh year So it's not allowed anymore Shimanoimer says you can't measure the shear this way. Because in Kain, Shir, L Every person has his own shear, whatever it applies to him. If he still has what to plant, or if his field is still moist, so then he could work. And another person can't. You can't make a different shear for different people. Ella, so therefore he said, Bizdea another. in a white field, which is a grain field, so then you could plant, you could work in it, that is, until Pesach time. Or Adat and when it comes to an orchard until Shavuot's time. That's until, those are the time periods that are people still use and plant in their field for the previous year. Anything past that is all for the purpose of Shemitah and it's not allowed. So he said regarding this Mishnah. Where Be'shamai and Be'silal were discussing the time period before Shmita that you're not allowed to do any work. So he said that Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezdin came along, Nimnu, they took account of a Bezdin in their time, Al Shnei Prakam Alalu, on these time periods that are mentioned here regarding not working before Shmita, whether it's from Pesach, whether it's from Shvues, Ubitlum, they annulled this Iser and they allowed you to work past these time periods. Okay, so this is the source of this concept of not working before Shmitta. And we see here, what does it say? That Rav Gamliel annulled this Isser. So the Gemara asks them this. So they so they asked the question, Rabba Gamliel and his Bezdin, Takante de even if it were only a takana from Baishamah and Basil. In a moment actually the Gemara is going to question that itself because L'chaideh, the concept of not working before Shemitah is, is not just a takana from Beshameh and Besiloh But even if we were to say like it's Mashmar and this Mishnah that it's a takana of Beshameh and Besiloh How could Rabbi Gamliel come and annul their takana? But now, nah, we learned in the Mishnah, One bezn cannot come and annul what an earlier bezn said. Elam The later Bezna has to be greater in wisdom and in numbers. So, so Rabbi Gamliel was not greater than the bezn of Bishama and in numbers and in wisdom. So how was how, how he mevatal this? When this question was asked, so he was quiet for a moment because it was a very difficult question to answer. And then, Malay, and then he answered, Eimer, when is this said? Eimer, say as follows, that is. Eimer, say as follows. Kach hisnu be'ne'em, that and b'silol, when they made this iser, of not working from Pesach time, or Shavu's time, or so on, so they made a condition between them. Kol aretze lovatel, Whoever wants to be mevatel, this takana that we made, has the right to be mevatel. So they put that stipulation in from the beginning in order to make it possible to be this, right? You have to realize that making such a kind of takana that not only you're not allowed to work the whole year of Shemitah, but it, the isser begins already from Pesach or Shavu, is it's not so easy. You're making it even like a year, a year and a half or so. So therefore they l'chadchileh put into their takkanah that anyone that wants could come to be this. Okay, now the Gemara asks a further question. Did huhi b'chlal, this concept of not working before Shemitah, this is a Takana from Beshameh and Besilal, Halach al-Maisheh Isn't this a Halach al That we learned out uh, that uh, it's, it's, not, it's not their own Takana. So we have a Halach al-Maisheh this is mentioned a lot of times in the Gemara, and this Halach al-Maisheh includes three Halachas. Number one, Esa when you have a field that has an area that is the size of a base saw, which is fifty by fifty amos, and there are ten trees that are planted there. So, with those ten trees that were just planted, because they're fresh, and if you're not going to work with them constantly and then they give them water and so on, they might die out altogether. So, there's halacha lemaishim that these young trees that you just planted, you're allowed to work with them all the way up to shmita. There's no, you don't have to stop before. Arav, the halacha of bringing the Arav on the mezbeach and sukkis. And the halacha of pouring water on the Mizbech and Sukkot, halacha l'mo'yesha misinai. These three things are halacha l'mo'yesha misinai. So what do we see? That there's a halacha l'mo'yesha misinai, that these young saplings, you're allowed to work with them all the way up to Shemitah. But anything other than those young netiyos, you're not allowed. So it's Allah halacha l'mo'yesha misinai, it's not a takana p- t- t- from Bishamai or Beshillel. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak answers. Ki The halacha l'mayshim is that 30 days before the Hashanah, you're not allowed to work in the field. And v'osohani, and then and v'shillah came and they added to this. And titkon, they instituted mi Pesach, said um, that you should stop working already from Pesach or from Shvuis because already from then it could be you don't need this work for the previous year, and what you're doing is only going to be for the following year. For the Shmita year, so they already said that from then it's also. And then the istnub too and they made a condition with their additional issa that they added that that whoever wants to make this whoever whoever wants to get rid of this issa that they added should come and annul it. Okay, the Gemara now asks on this further. Let's finish off the end. You know, here goes into the next Amid. But uh, but is it true that what we're saying here that the halacha of Teisvus Shvius is only a halacha leMoishem misinai? But Krayinu, isn't there a pasuk? And now the Gemara brings back the pasuk that we quoted in the beginning, That pasuk is used to teach me that there's a Isar of Teisvus Shvius because the uh, Tanya we learned in the it says in the posik that you should not plow or you should not harvest. So again, this posik is simply speaking about Shabbos, but it's not needed for Shabbos. So therefore it goes on Shemitah. And Rabbi Rabakiva says that even regarding Shemitah, it does not have to tell me that there's no working in Shemitah itself. There's another Pasik where it clearly says, regarding not working in Shemitah itself. Elah, so rather, what does this Pasuk refer to? Erev <laughs> That so you're not allowed to plow from before Shemitah already, that coming into Shemitah And also shel the And you're not allowed to be harvesting on Shemitah for things that you're going to be using matzah Shemitah So according to Rabakiva, you learn from a Pasuk This concept of stopping to work already, twice with Shviyas from before is not Allah chalama Sinai. It's learned from this Pasuk Rabbi Shmuel says this posik of B'choresh or B'kotze Tishbais actually is referring to Shabbos, like the simple pshad of the posik. And why does the Torah have to write it regarding Shabbos? If all Lametes Tes are Aser, why does the Torah specify these two of the Lame Tes Ma kharish Rishos? Just like when it comes to plowing, the Torah asks us plowing in Shabbos something that's permissible, something that you're just doing for your own personal things. There is no kharish that would be a mitzvah. And the Torah is saying that your own personal things, the is not allowed. katz Rishos? Also harvesting is only not allowed if it's for your own personal needs. Yatsa that comes to exclude ktsira oimer that if the second day of Pesach it comes out on Shabbos so then you're allowed to you're allowed to harvest you're allowed to use it for the oimer on Shabbos that's according to Rabbi Shmo. so what's the Gemara's question we see right here that the source of not working before shemitah is from a not from a halacha so the Gemara tries one answer Ki gemiri hilchase, Da is coming to tell me mishri yalda It's coming to say the hetter That when you have these young trees that you just planted And it's in this area of a bay saw And you have 10 trees there That you're allowed to work with them Kray, the posik that we just brought, which is B'chadish and B'chad's at is a cana. It's coming to tell me that an old strong tree that it would be forbidden from before Shmita, 30 days before Shmita. <coughs> okay, so therefore, there's a halach Lamesh for a heter, and there's a posik for the iser. But the Gemara doesn't accept this. the but the Kiva and the Hilchasa, La Yalda, if the Allah is coming to say that only these young saplings are allowed to work in them, be right before Shmittah, Solav, Mamela, don't I understand from this very Allah itself that what the Allah is saying is that with a regular tree you're not allowed? So you can't divide it this way. Ella the Gemara says, Hilchesh <laughs> l'Rabbi According to Rabbi Shmall, he learns out from B'chadosh Shabbat is a halacha for Shabbos. So according to him, Taisis Shmita is a halacha l'maysh m'sinai and K'roi l'Rabba Kiveh and the Pasach of B'chadosh Shabbat Tishbis is the source for Taisis Shmita according to Rabbi K'ive, and not a halacha l'maysh m'sinai.